0: Hello and welcome to the Zurich Life podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I'm joined today by Zurich Investment Consultant Ian Slattery. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich Life. Advice should always be sought from an appropriately qualified professional. You can also subscribe through both iOS and Android, which will allow you to download and listen offline. Today we're going to speak about recent market movements, how this has impacted different asset classes and what this might mean for investors. We'll also talk about what Zurich Investments outlook is and our recent positioning in relation to the Zurich funds. Ian, first we might discuss the the current state of play for investment markets in order to give some context. January was, was a bumpy month for investors and there were very few hiding places do you think this could be a cause for concern and what are your what are your thoughts on this
1: yes good morning jacqueline and um, so stock markets in particular had their worst start to the year since 2016 um, but there were very few hiding places as you say across the board most sectors were down in the stock market but also we saw um, Bonds in terms of both government and corporate lose money in in January 2022. However, towards the end of January, they do appear to have bottomed out somewhat. They're still very, equity markets are in a tight enough trading range. Um, I think it's important, though, that this must be looked at in the context of the returns we've seen over the last number of years, even prior to the the COVID pandemic. Uh, For example, 2019 was a very good calendar year, uh, as was 2020, all things considered, and twenty twenty. Stellar year for market. So a little bit of a pause for breath perhaps uh, in, in January 2022. In, in terms of some of the reasons why, and um, that narrative of interest rates and inflation, and we, I'm sure we'll touch on that again, was a big part of it. But also uh, we saw a, a, a flurry of corporate earnings, so the, the full-year corporate earnings um, for all the big companies around the globe as well. So there's a lot of interpretation and digesting of, of those numbers.
0: You mentioned um, the narrative surrounding inflation and interest rates so this has been key to markets over the last year how how did that develop in January and what was the impact on fixed income markets
1: yeah so I think you mentioned fixed income markets that's a key bit when we we talk about inflation and interest rates it does obviously touch on all markets but has probably the most apparent impact in, in fixed income so We have seen inflation rising in recent months, and we kind of knew that um, Federal Reserve in the the U.S., the Bank of England, the the European Central Bank, have all been uh, talking about maybe tightening interest rate policy. So that has certainly developed throughout January. We now see the market expecting four and even potentially five interest rate increases in the U.S., with the first one to come in March. We saw the Bank of England raise interest rates in December and again in early February meeting. And that's the first time they've raised rates uh, at consecutive meetings since 2004. And even in the European Central Bank, which are the most dovish or accommodative of those three of the the big central banks, there has been a shifting in tone and language as well. So there has been developments in markets. We are seeing a tighter monetary path is one of the phrases being used. Um, And I think it's important to note that we as active managers, whilst we did not predict the the narrative that has emerged from the ECB in recent weeks, uh, our fixed income positioning was prudent in relation to our exposure to sovereign bonds and also the duration of those bonds. We do hold shorter duration fixed income instruments, which are less susceptible or influenced by by changes to to interest rate market expectations. Certainly that narrative was very evident at the back end of 2021 and that certainly continued into 2022 as we have we mentioned at our Outlook webinars and documents at the start of January I do feel it's going to be a, a key narrative for all risk assets for the year ahead.
0: Equities garner the most attention as an asset class, what's our current view in relation to equities?
1: Yeah, well, as mentioned at the outset, equities did have a poor uh, January, one of their, their worst starts in a number of years. Uh, down some some markets were down uh, over 10 percent which which is officially entering what's known as a correction territory uh, as mentioned previously they have come off their lows but um our view on equities still remains intact we do believe we're in a secular bull market and um, we obviously know that that equities are one of the more volatile asset classes so with that higher potential for return does come that higher uh, potential for risk. Uh, geographically, as we look in our equity book, we would prefer the Eurozone, the UK, and the Asia-Pacific, which would include Japan, uh, in terms of our geographical allocations, which would mean we'd be less exposed to the North American market. And on sector levels, we would still, obviously across our different geographical books, have different preferences, but overall we would still have a preference for uh, technology and consumer discretionary stocks. But Ultimately, our, our current view in relation to equities is positive positive. Uh, we do believe that markets can digest the recent uh, news and, and somewhat tumultuous uh, January we saw and move higher once again.
0: You spoke about our positioning there and Zorg investments are as always active across our portfolios. Um, what sort of recent moves have we been making in light of the, the recent market activities?
1: Yes, yeah, so as you said there, we are an active manager. We're always looking um, to be active across our portfolios. Um, I suppose at the highest level, and um, when we look at the markets through the lens of our top-down active investment process, uh, we didn't see any, any need or, or impetus to change our asset allocation, so very little at, at the highest level, the most important level, in terms of asset allocation. Uh, however, we are always continuing to make tactical decisions uh, at a regional and a sectoral level.
0: And finally, what's our current outlook for the near future and do we have an outlook for the the remainder of the year?
1: So we we characterised our view for 2022 as as a bumpy road ahead, uh, question mark, and I think it certainly materialised in in the first uh, four to six weeks of the year. But we continue to prefer equities to other asset classes such as Eurozone government bonds and, and cash. And I suppose that preference continues to be predicated on the enduring relative valuation thesis, uh, positive corporate earnings expectations, and the positive global growth trajectory. Um, we've seen the latest bout of COVID-induced volatility, I suppose, reduce and be replaced by by the interest rate and inflation narrative. But ultimately, uh, we do feel that that markets can digest the the, the transitory or the transition to uh, a, a tighter monetary policy and. move move forward once ahead, but I think it's fair to say that overall we do prefer equities over other asset classes, but we do expect to see further volatility throughout 2022, particularly when we compare it to the rather benign conditions from 2021.
0: That brings us to the end of this podcast episode. Thank you, Ian, for joining me today and updating us on the recent market movements and Zurich Investments positioning. And also thank you to everyone who listened to this podcast. As always, for more information on our fund range and to catch up on our latest investment news, visit zurich.ie. Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.